Welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho. This week we've been airing a message entitled, Our Great Savior. Using Isaiah chapter 53 as his main text, your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael, has put forth for us the incredible sacrifice that Jesus Christ made on our behalf in order that we could be saved. And now we're encouraged to live a sacrificial life as Christians in obedience to Him in order that we might be a blessing to others. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. All right, let's take our Bibles and go to Isaiah 53. If you'll look with me at verses 1 through 3, we see the suffering of rejection. A history magazine took a close look at the shame of the Roman crucifixion. The author recognized the reputation of crucifixion in its day. It was more hideous and heinous than any form of capital punishment that we know of in modern life. He said it was deserved by the most unworthy of all unworthies. It was death with grim humiliation, ignominy, and abasement. The new theology of a God's voluntary humiliation was completely alien to Roman thought. One religious group called the Gnostics rejected the shame of the cross and believed Jesus only appeared to be crucified. Even today, as well as throughout history, many are unwilling to accept a God who out of pure love endured such shame for his creation. The suffering of rejection. Everyone has experienced rejection in some form. And you know what, folks? Rejection hurts. Rejection hurts. We use metaphors like having hurt feelings. We use metaphors like a broken heart. In fact, rejection can cause such a kicked-in-the-gut feeling that it is not unlike physical, visceral pain. Jesus Christ suffered great rejection as well as humiliation. Our Bible tells us in verse 1, Who hath believed our report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? Notice verse 3. Here's the answer. He is despised and rejected of men. To whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? He is despised and rejected of men. A man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised, and we esteemed him not. He was rejected by his own creation. The Bible says he came unto his own, and his own received him not. He came into this world, and the world knew him not. And when Pilate offered them a common criminal or the Lord Jesus Christ, they took the common criminal. They said, give us Barabbas. We will not have this man to rule over us. His own nation, Israel. His own family said, Jesus, go to another town. A prophet like you needs to be known in another town. Don't confine your abilities to our town. And the Bible tells us clearly, because many of them didn't believe on him, and many of them were ashamed of him and the reproach that he brought. He suffered rejection. He didn't look the part to the nation of Israel, the one who could throw off the Roman yoke and bring deliverance to a to uh, country that was in occupation. 
even his own brethren, even his own disciples, in the time of his greatest need, turned and ran. The Bible says, but all this was done, that the scriptures of the prophets might be fulfilled. Then all the disciples forsook him and fled. Even well-meaning Peter, even well-meaning Peter, who said, Lord, though all men forsake you, not I. Peter, in all of his determination, piled on with this rejection as he denied our Lord Jesus Christ thrice in Christ's greatest hour of need. Lost people reject him. The very world that he created. If you doubt that for a second, just watch the news tonight and search in vain for mention of the Lord Jesus Christ and his wonderful love for us. Folks, if what the Bible says is true, what would be greater news than that? But you'll hear of politicians, you'll hear of entertainers, you'll hear of athletes, you'll hear of disasters, you'll hear of plans, you'll hear of people. Pick up the newspaper tomorrow morning and see what you read of him, rejected by his own world that he created, the lost world. The Bible tells us, wherefore receive ye one another as Christ also received us to the glory of God. The rejected one is the one who embraces us. Christ received us to the glory of God. He says, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. He says, him that cometh to me, I will in no wise cast out. Our Lord understands rejection. And if you'll come to him in repentance, he won't reject you. You say, preacher, I've been rejected all my life. And you know, folks, it took me a long time to realize that there are people that were raised in homes where they were rejected. I'll say this, I was raised in a home where my mom and dad weren't saved, and they got saved later after I accepted Christ, well into their adulthood, long after I had left the house. But I'll tell you something, I never suffered from them was rejection. I never had my mom say, I wish we'd have never had you, but you know I've met people who've had that said to them. I've talked to people that grew up in homes where they realized that they were an unwanted commodity, a burden. I've met people that uh, family has failed them by way of rejection, life, has thrown one rejection after another, and maybe you're sitting here this morning. I know someone that understands your rejection. According to verses 1 through 3, Jesus Christ suffered the greatest rejection that anyone ever suffered. And he was the least worthy of such treatment. And he understands your rejection. And you know what he's willing to do? He's willing to accept you. Come unto me, all ye that labor, and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. What wonderful words to the broken heart that's been broken with rejection. The Bible says, but as many as received him, to them gave he the power to become the sons of God. Break the pattern of rejection in your life and receive Jesus Christ. He loves you. The Bible says in Jeremiah 31, I have loved thee with an everlasting love, therefore with loving kindness have I drawn thee. Shortly after the Korean War, a Korean woman had an affair with an American soldier. 
she got pregnant. She went back to the States. He went back to the States, and she never saw him again. She gave birth to a little girl, and this little girl looked different than the other Korean children. She had lighter-colored curly hair. In that culture, in that day, children of mixed race were ostracized by the community. In fact, many women would kill their children because they didn't want them to face such rejection. But this woman didn't do that. She tried to raise her little girl as best she could. For seven years, she tried to do that until the rejection was too much. She did something that probably nobody in this room could imagine ever doing. She abandoned her little girl to the streets. This little girl was ruthlessly taunted by people. They called her the ugliest word in the Korean language, tuki, meaning alien devil. It didn't take long for this little girl to draw conclusions about herself based on the way people treated her. For two years, she lived in the streets until finally she made her way to an orphanage. One day, word came that a couple from America was going to adopt a little boy. All the children in the orphanage got excited because at least one little boy was going to have some hope. He was going to have a family. So this little girl spent the day cleaning up the little boys, giving them baths and combing their hair and wondering which one would be adopted by the American couple this day. The next day the couple came and this is what the girl recalled, quote, it was like Goliath had come back to life. I saw the man with his huge hands lift up each and every baby. I knew he loved every one of them as if they were his own. I saw tears running down his face. I knew if they could, they would have taken the whole lot with them. He saw me out of the corner of his eye. Now let me tell you, I was nine years old, but I didn't even weigh 30 pounds. I was a scrawny thing. I had worms in my body. I had lice in my hair. I had boils all over me. I was full of scars. I was not a pretty sight at all. But the man came over to me, and he began rattling away something in English, and I looked up at him. Then he took his huge hand and laid it on my head. What was he saying, I thought. Finally, I found out he was saying, I want this child. This is the child for me. Jesus Christ suffered all of that rejection that you and I might experience acceptance. We want to thank you for being with us today. It is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message entitled, Our Great Savior. Your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael, has taken us to an incredible chapter of the Bible, Isaiah 53, and shows us a tremendous sacrifice that was prophesied and eventually fulfilled in regard to the person of Christ. In this message, we see some great truths that have been brought up in regard to suffering and we see that Jesus Christ experienced this for everyone when he went to the cross. The Lord knows the suffering that comes about as a result of submitting himself to his Father's will. He took upon himself burdens that we could never imagine and rejection that no one has ever experienced. Our great Savior did this for us. If you'd like to order a CD of today's message, it's available for a suggested contribution of $5. Our address is Treasures of Truth, care of Treasure Valley Baptist Church, 1300 South Terry Avenue, Meridian, Idaho, 83642. And our phone number is area code 208-888-4545. Our webpage address is www.tvbc.org. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church. 
We welcome you to our services on Sunday at 9.15 a.m. for Sunday School, at 10.30 a.m. for morning worship and preaching, at 6 p.m. for Bible preaching and teaching, and also on Wednesday at 7 p.m. for more Bible preaching and teaching. 